Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening how much you truly love each and every one of them. In addition, I pray that everyone listening would have favor with both God and man. I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 9, beginning in verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live, and go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you will bear it alone. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing, for she sits at the door of her house on a seat by the highest places of the city to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Friends, Proverb 9 is such a wonderful proverb. Today I'm going to visit verses 7 through 9, and Proverb 9 Verses 7 through 9 tell us this. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. Friends, 
we are talking about a scoffer. So I looked in the dictionary for the definition of the word scoffer, and this is what it says. A person who mocks or makes fun of someone or something, often of religious or moral values. We need courage when facing scoffers who jeer at our faith and make ironic comments about it. Friends, many people do not want to hear about God. They simply don't want to. They have made up their mind that they don't want anything at all to have to do with God. They don't want to listen to that. So we need to be aware of that. And I'm going to go to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 7. And we often talk about casting pearls before swine. Let me read verse 6 of Matthew. And it says, Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. Now, what exactly does that mean? Do not cast your pearls before swine. And I looked that up, and this is what it says. It says it means do not share profound truths to people who do not understand them. Pigs do not know the value of pearls. If a person throws pearls before pigs, they may think that stones are thrown at them and may come attack the person who threw stones at them. Another verse that I would like to bring up here is Proverb 29, 25. And Proverb 29, the 25th verse says, The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Friends, I often talk about trusting God on this podcast. In Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, it talks about trusting the Lord, putting our entire trust and faith in God and what His Word tells us. Now, I'd also like to talk about the importance of having discernment in your life. Now, if we go to the book of Philippians, and we go to chapter 1 of Philippians, in the ninth verse, it tells us this, and I'm going to read both verses 9 and 10. It says, And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, And verse 10 says that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, 
which are by Christ Jesus to the glory and praise of God. Now, friends, these things I'm talking about would be utter foolishness to scoffers, people who believe that there either is no God or they do not want to acknowledge God. For some reason, they have come to this place in their life and something has probably happened to them either when they were a small child, but they have come to believe that God is not who we know him to be. Some people believe that God is angry at them. Some people believe that God is responsible for something that has happened in their life and they will not forgive God. And friends, I often talk about John chapter 10, verse 10, but anything wrong that happens in your life is not God. It's usually caused by the thief. And it says, But the thief cometh but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is Satan's primary mission, to get in people's minds and to take away their joy, to take away their peace, to take away their dreams, to ruin their lives, and nothing good is going to come from Satan. But the second part of that verse says, But I, meaning Jesus, have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So friends, the Bible is so clear. In Matthew's Gospel, it says, Love your enemies. Friends, listen to me. I know love your enemies is irrational to us. It doesn't make any sense to us. Why would we love our enemies? Why would we do that? Well, let me remind you that God loves everyone. God loves everyone. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, it says, And God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So even though that person may grate against you, you may not be able to stand certain people. God loves them. God wants them to come to the knowledge of who he is and who his son Jesus is. And he wants them to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. There is a hell, but hell was never designed for us. It was created for demonic beings, for Satan and his crew who turned their backs on God. We are to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But friends, as long as the earth will remain, there will be people who choose not to receive Jesus, and that is okay. It's not what God wants. It's not what Jesus wants. But the reality of life is God has given everyone a free will, and he will never take that free will away from anyone. People have a right to choose. And I talk about this on occasion, 
but we all have to make that decision. Some people choose not to receive Jesus because they feel they're not worthy. But listen to me and listen to me well. None of us are worthy. Paul tells us that in the letter to the church in Rome. We know that book as the book of Romans, but it says we all fall short of the glory of God. We have all sinned. There is not one that is right, only Jesus himself. All of us are going to fall short of the perfection which God promises and expects from us. That is why Jesus had to come to earth and sacrifice his life to take our place on that cross. Before we close today, let me go back to our verses of the day in Proverbs 9. And I'm going to go over these just a bit. It says, He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself. First of all, we know that a scoffer doesn't believe in God. So we would be wasting our time if we did that. Then it says, And he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Friends, this is where we have to have discernment. We need to be in tune with God. And if we're close to God, and if we're being led by His Spirit, which the Bible tells us to do, then we know who we can speak with about God and about Scripture, and who we do not want to waste our time on because they are not going to understand what you're saying. More than likely, they're going to make fun of you for what you believe. Do not correct a scoffer lest he hate you. Friends, we don't need to take that risk. If we know someone and they project that they are not a Christian and they probably have made fun of you in the past, do not correct them. You're wasting your time, and you look like a fool. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Friends, if you are living life the right way, and have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you like it when people correct you if you make a mistake, or if they feel they have something to add to your life, and they give you instruction. It is good for people to be in that state of mind because I want to continue to draw closer and closer to God, especially with people who we have an admiration for and we see that their life is going well and they have good fruit in their life you know they can be trusted. Finally, teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. And friends, I'm going to throw this out there again. We should always be wanting to add more information and knowledge to our lives. It makes us better. It makes us wiser. 
and eventually it will draw us closer to God. Friends, my call to action today is very simple. Be mindful of who you are speaking with. Be mindful of the words that you're going to speak to people. Ask God for the discernment to know who you can share the gospel with and who you shouldn't share the gospel with. Discernment is very, very important. The suggested scripture reading would be to reread today's proverb, Proverb 9, in its entirety. It's a wonderful proverb, very short, might be the shortest one, only has 18 verses. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to repeat a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and being willing to die on a cross for everyone listening today. By dying on that cross, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on that cross so that all of the sins of all of humanity for all time could be forgiven. That is why you had to pay the price that you did. Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this point forward. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, go on my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.